Hi, my name is Cecilia, and if you're listening to my podcast, I'd like to say welcome and thank you. I really appreciate. So I hope you guys have been well. Uh, it's been a minute. I didn't upload an episode last week and also this week. Today is the 21st of August and also this week. I'm recording an episode right now to be uploaded next week, but there's no, I didn't upload anything this week. Um, but I've been busy. Uh, I decided to be putting up content on our IG, uh, on, on, on Instagram. So I currently, I've been shooting content for IGTV and I've been discussing various things. So this week I put up three episodes, exp- uh, videos uh, talking about my experience tendering and procuring for private institutions, government institutions and NGOs. And if you want to watch those videos, you can go to our Instagram handle, which is at MBL, that is mango, banana, lemon, underscore podcast. And you can be able to go watch that video, the videos I put up this week and the other videos that I've uploaded there. Now, today I have a story time. And today I've decided to talk about two times when a client has stayed for a, a like two times that have experienced uh, overdue payments. That means a client has stayed a very long time before they pay you and therefore they break the agreement that they had set or you had told them that uh, we need to be paid after 30 days. So in case you don't know this and maybe you're not aware, when you're working with corporate organizations, uh, there's usually the 30-day payment period. That means that um, the company... Company X uh, maybe sends out needs roll-up banners. I'm in the printing and branding industry, so I'll use uh, branding or printing example. So company X needs roll-up banners, and therefore they send out quotations to various companies. We want a quote for 10 roll-up banners. The companies then respond with a quotation. The quotation usually has the, the price that you're sharing, the name of the company, it also has uh, the, the some people have their payment terms also in the what is it in the in the quotation, and so the company they'll decide depending on the cost and maybe the working relations they have with the various suppliers, they can pick let's say company Y, and so when they keep when they pick company Y they give you an LPO that is a local purchase order. So with that, it allows you as the business to start the job. You already have an LPO. That means it's a contract between you and the uh, this corporate. And they've, they've, they are, in short, they are saying that they have selected you to work with them and you to deliver this thing to their offices. Therefore, you as a small business use your money and you go do the job, printing of the 10 roller banners, deliver them to the corporate's office, and then once you deliver, you deliver with an invoice and a delivery note, which they stamp and sign. That is usually proof that you've, you did the work. And then you wait for 30 days upon invoicing. So 30 days after invoicing, you wait for them to actually pay you. So that's how what happens. But there have been instances where companies delay payments for whatever reason. I, there are various reasons, by the way, a company can delay payments. For example, right now there is this whole COVID thing going on and I personally have payments that have not been done, but you can understand why these companies are closed. People are working from home and they're actually doing 
no work at all at all and therefore with that you're like okay so we all you have to do is wait but there are instances where like before covid and everything there are instances where a company can just go past the 30 day uh, agreement and pay you maybe after i don't know maybe 60 days 60 days is what 30 that is two months pay you after two months pay after three months but the stories i want to share to do they share to do they sh- the stories i want to share today are instances where my payment went way past even three months and one is a very recent example and another one is it's happened a while back so um so with with that in mind you'll be able to understand when i say lpo when i say 30 day period you'll be able to get an idea what i'm talking about so these two companies number one are both hotels and the thing is not all hotels pay people late no what i've realized is most hotels pay you after 45 days and there's another hotel who i have worked with for a long time in the past and with them their accounts team is excellent they communicate even where when there are delays they tell you there and when you call they communicate with you and even if they are to stay with your payment even for maybe slightly past 45 days you actually don't feel as bad because then there's someone communicating with you but most with that specific hotel I actually love working with them because they actually communicate and they have branches and each branch has a different procurement manager and a different accountant and they all actually communicate which is perfect. But now so I'm I'm not saying that all hotels have pay people late but my experience working with these two hotels was not very pleasant and actually I no longer work with these companies again just because of that reason so let's take hotel number one this one is the one i did a while back let's say two years ago so this hotel wanted umbrellas and they wanted us to brand for them umbrellas so what happens in our industry printing and the printing industry is that um when when they send out a quotation uh, for maybe brand, like for example printing of or branding of umbrellas and you respond with a quotation uh, most of the time you might find sometimes the corporate asks you to provide a sample so that means you go brand one umbrella with the logo according to what you've discussed with the client and then you take it to the client sometimes that also allows the corporate to decide who to pick because then they can be able to see these are We've received five umbrellas from five different suppliers. And therefore, we think the best, the one that has been done well is this one. And also maybe their price is good. So there are many factors that determine how, why a company can pick you or pick another company. There are very many factors. So we, were, we, were, we did a sample. So we actually did a sample for this client. And luckily, we were picked to do the job. So we did the job. And within... They needed the the good thing is actually they didn't have they didn't have any pressure for us to deliver. We delivered them within seven working days. And that that is okay. That is good. I also like when a institution doesn't give you pressure to deliver. And by pressure I mean sometimes a 
institution can tell you we need a hundred umbrellas and you're like okay and they give you the lpo and then they're like we need them tomorrow or and then you tell them i can't deliver them by tomorrow they're like okay can you deliver them maybe so for example if today's a monday they give you the lpo on monday they are, they say can you deliver tomorrow close of business that is tuesday and you're like no it's not possible and then they would tell you like can you deliver then wednesday by 9:30 you know like sometimes sometimes the companies that give you those like um what is it called uh timelines that are actually ridiculous and for me i've worked with many corporates i always think it's important for you if you're a supplier especially in our industry communicate to the client why sometimes it's impossible to deliver within that short timeline with umbrellas for example you have to purchase the umbrellas number 1 number 2 they are printed they're screen printed once you screen print this is actually there's no machine that does the screen printing these things are done by hand with an individual and for example if your umbrella has needs maybe three logos on three panels that will take time and if you're doing 100 that will take time and let's say for example the person you're working with is really quick and they're able to do the umbrellas within a day you have to give those umbrellas time to dry if the um, if the artwork does not dry and dry well once you close the umbrella it smudges on the other part and if that happens and you deliver to the client they might reject the job so i personally communicate to my client very clearly why sometimes some timelines can be very difficult and i feel like if you're also in a similar industry that is a good way to inform your client so that you also as a supplier don't don't be under too much pressure because from my experience most jobs that are delivered under pressure always have mistakes because you never have time to look at the item and see if there are any errors and maybe even repeat for example if you find something has a mistake you repeat you actually then you never have the time because you you've got the job you print the job you deliver the job and then when they get to the client the client is now looking at the things and they start noticing things and asking you why does this have this why does this have this and then there's the risk of the job being rejected so with this job luckily they gave us they didn't actually have pressure and we did the work took our time allowed the umbrellas to dry they came out actually very well and we delivered to them but now this is where the challenge started number one, when the when the person took the cuz this account was by one of the marketers in our office when these people delivered the umbrellas to the office they thought they were delivering them to the marketing office like to the marketing department so the guys in the marketing department uh were like no okay we've seen they looked at the umbrellas they're like they're perfect but told them you need to take these things to the store so this place is huge and they're like okay so where is the store and therefore they're given the directions wherever and i just remember when the marketer came and he had gone with that she had gone with someone else from our office the one of the things they complained about is how far they had to go to deliver those umbrellas like to look looking for that store and the invoice could only be signed at that store so they had to really struggle carrying these umbrellas and take them they actually had to use a bike to take them to the store 
they got the invoice signed and now we that was it that was done so for me i was just like every institution has different challenges and i was like it's okay like as long as you've delivered them and as long as the client was happy with the work but now the challenge now started 30 days passed and no payment was done 45 days passed no payment was done 90 days 60 days passed 90 days passed so when we were at the 60 days mark actually past 45 days i remember asking the um, the person who was handling the account like you need to call these people and ask them about the payment like what's up so the marketer called the uh, marketing the, the the lady in our office called the marketing department and the marketing department was like um for that you'll have to speak to someone in accounts and so we were like, okay, who in accounts do we need to speak to? And she was told, this is the person you need to speak to. So number one, this person we were speaking to was not answering their phone. So we kept wondering like, okay. Uh, so I kept asking the, the, the sales lady, the lady in our office, like, is it possible that this, can, this, uh, can the person in this hotel's marketing team just direct you to someone or give you an email for someone we can ask regarding this payment? They did not want to provide, with a, provide us with an email. They just kept saying, just call. And I'm like, <sighs> like it would be easier if someone in the, within the institution would help connect you to the accounts team because it's actually much faster. But if you have to do it yourself, it's kind of challenging sometimes. So we called this number and we asked, we actually had to call the main office and ask to be directed to the accounts office. So luckily someone picked in the accounts office, but it was a young guy and this guy was, he, he kept saying that he's not the one who makes the payments, but he will inform the person who does, who makes the payments. And I kept asking, is it possible for us to speak to this person? Because we, this payment is way overdue. And they kept saying like, no, 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 uh, check maybe, call us next week, Friday, to check on your payment. And we would call. And then when we'd call, sometimes they wouldn't pick. And we're like, what's happening? And we kept asking them, can you, can you people just give us an email we can communicate with? And they did not want to give us an email. So we had to call, call for, okay, after a long time, they actually paid us after nine, like the 90-day mark. After 90 days, slightly after 90 days, that's when they paid us. So 90 days is... Uh, 30 plus 30, 60. Yeah, that's four months. They paid us after four months. And I remember once they received the payment. Now, this was the funny part. Once they paid us, the marketing team called us. The same, like, they paid us, let's say, like, on a Wednesday. On Thursday, the marketing team called us and say, oh, yeah, by the way, we also need other 100 umbrellas. And I was just like, no way. Why is it like we've just received the payment? We need to pay for other things. We need to do other jobs. This payment already took four months. When we were calling the marketing team, no one even wanted to help us to help us push for the payment. And now that the job has been delivered, I don't even know how they found out, but they called us and they're like, we want another hundred umbrellas. I was just like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I refuse. I was like, no. Unless they are willing, actually, I just told, I told the, the sales team to tell them. 
if they are willing to pay us upfront because they've seen the quality of our work, they can pay us 50%, 50% on delivery, we can do the work. But if you are going to give us another LPO and wait for another four months, and we've just received their payment, even the check had not even cleared, then no, I refused. And yeah, we just stopped working with that company. And the thing is, I know it might sound like it's rude, but listen, as a small business owner, I've said this and I will keep saying this. Every shilling counts. Once a payment is delayed somewhere, it affects so many other things. You have employees that you're paying. You have other customers who are also asking you for jobs. And everyone has the 30-day payment period with various companies. You're working, let's say, for 10 companies. They all have the 30-day payment period plan. You're using your money to do these various jobs. If everyone chooses to delay, you won't have any money. And expenses don't stop coming. You have the fixed expenses, rent, internet, salaries. Those keep coming whether you like it or not. So that's why for me and my institution, I usually choose, like if I, if I experience this with a company, most of the time I choose not to work with them again because then I not, I'm like, this is my first time working with you and this is how long you take to pay. And the worst thing is I wish they actually did communicate. These people were not communicating at all. We, even to date, I can't tell you whether the head of the finance person in that institution is male or female because we never got to speak to them. But yeah, uh, I, I find if, if corporates can understand that, because I'm sure they also work with other institutions, if they can understand that, I think it would be fair for them to just maintain the 30-day payment rule because then you're able to also pay other things. Remember, you're also sometimes paying VAT. And VAT doesn't know whether you have money or you don't have money. It's, they require you to pay. yeah. So, And if you don't pay, they're fines. So, yeah, I personally choose not to work with such institutions. And I'm like, eh, apa, apa na. no. <clears throat> Second example. Now, this one happened recently. And <laughs> so, but this one, oh, this one took long. I'll start by saying that this company took seven months to pay me. They actually paid me recently. Uh, the end of, I don't know if it's the beginning of this month or the end of last month. I feel like it's the beginning of this month that they paid me. I can't recall. But... I was so, I remember like once, like there was a point I was so stressed with this institution, I just could not handle or deal with them anymore. So what happened is, um, this, uh, what is it called? This, this company, we, we did a job for them in, we actually did do two jobs for them. We did for them business cards. We did one. There's a job and we'd worked. This is not the first time I was working with this company. We'd worked with them before and they were paying like within the 30 day period. And even if they extend to 45, they used to pay on time and they used to communicate. But now last year we did a job in September and they were like, okay, we did the job, deliver the job. And they asked us to do another job in November and I remember asking them, like, hey, you're adding another job on top of the other job, that, and yet you've not paid us for the, other, for the other business cards that we've delivered, and you're adding more work. 
So could you please clear the other invoice so that we can be able to do this new job? And because the other payment was already due already in November, so that means 30 days already passed. And I remember the the person I was, it was not even my account. This was also another sales team's account. And I remember that the procurement person in that office told told us that uh, when you deliver this second invoice, this second job will pay you for the first one. Then I was like, okay, because already I'd said that in the office, I'd already said, if they're not going to pay for the first one, I'm not going to do this job. Right. And the first job was bigger than the second job. So I was like, they're not, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not going to actually do the job because they can't have two invoices now. And the first one is already overdue and they've not paid for it yet. Uh, but when they said that we are going to be paid once the job is delivered, I said, okay, so we did the job. We took it to the client. So I told the the lady who was doing the delivery, kindly ensure that the payment, you receive the payment. Like they said, you'll receive a check once you go. So ensure they give you the check. When she got there, she was told, oh, Sijui, the check was not signed. Oh, Sijui, nini, nini, nini. So she was told, oh, wait. So we've delivered the job, but there's been no payment, no check, nothing. All right, so we waited. November passed. We went into December, December 2019. I clearly remember we closed the office on the 20th of December. That's when we always close the office. And I didn't want these two payments, one for September and one for November, going into 2020. So I asked them before even the week before the 20th, actually the whole month, the first weeks of December, I kept asking, can you please talk to these people and ask them? why the payment has not been done. We've, we delivered the first job on in September, date nine, and then the other invoice for November, we delivered it in the middle of November. How comes it's not been paid to date? And now we're about to close the office. So what is it that, what is the communication? And you initially said, when we deliver this second job, you're going to pay, give us the payment for the first invoice. How comes that has not been that has not been done. And the procurement manager kept saying, oh, no, finance has said this, I've said that, what? So the thing with this office that used to bother me, the procurement manager is actually a very nice person. They would answer their calls and respond to emails. But that was not the person who was handling the payment. The person who was handling the payment was finance. Finance would never respond to any emails and no calls. You had to physically go there to get feedback. So every time I had to send this person who it was their account to actually go there physically and follow up on the payment and their offices were not very close. So every time we needed feedback or we had to send them there. So December is not usually that crazy. So we sent someone there and I sent someone there like almost every week for them to give us feedback. And the first time they told us, yeah, we'll pay by date like I, I told them, we're closing the office on the 20th. And they said, yeah, by that 20th, we'll have paid. 20th came and passed. And I remember someone was in that office. I sent someone on that day, that 20th in the morning, to go there and follow up on the payment. And they said, oh, the offices have been, what did they say? Like the person to make the payment is not there. Could you wait? We'll pay you after the Christmas holiday, like past date 27 to date 30, 30th there. We'll pay you during that time. So we waited for Christmas to pass. Date 27, I called and sent someone there again physically. 
This time they kept saying, oh, those people have gone on holiday. Uh, they are not around. Please, can you guys wait till January? So what I will say is that the first invoice, that one for September, was paid in January. But when I was sending this client the statement of accounts, I would send them both invoices, the September one and the November, November one, because by January they were both due. But this client chose to pay one invoice, the first one, the September one, at the end of January 2020. That's when they paid it. Then we, I, I remember asking them like, okay, so what about this other payment? And they said, I will pay the other payment soon or maybe in the next month or something. But now what they did not know was that COVID was going to happen. <laughs> so COVID hit in March. And I remember the first week of March, I had sent someone to that office to find out about the payment because February had passed and they had not paid us. And we actually had called, I'd actually sent them emails. I actually have, I still have those emails that I sent them in February. They didn't respond. So first week of March, I sent someone to the office, the same lady. And this guy, this guy was low key, actually very rude because when he, he just told the lady, just told the, the person of that, she just told us that they are not in a position to pay right now. They can't, they are not going to pay right now. So we should wait. So this lady was like, can I call someone in, the, in our account's office and tell them, and you can tell them about what you're saying because already this payment is past due. It was done, in, the job was done in November, we are in March, and you've still not paid and you're saying you won't pay. So the guy walked out of the office and refused to give feedback. And therefore, this lady calls me and is like, okay, so this guy has walked out of the office, but he said the payment can't be done. Then COVID hit. So once COVID hit, people closed offices. So that payment was never paid. It was not paid in that March. And neither was it paid in April. And neither was it paid in June. So I used to send them emails. And also the other thing is that they closed their office. They actually closed. Like we know because COVID affected, uh, the tourism industry has really been affected by the COVID. They closed their offices. So there was no one in the office. And even if there were people, maybe there were very few people. But what I know is that they closed the offices. This payment was actually done, like, recently. And I was just like, wow. Like, wow. And this guy only responded to one email. Because I remember I sent him an email, this a finance person. I sent him an email in June 5th. I can never forget. And I remember telling him, like, it's very unfair that we did your job in November, in November, mid-November. And you guys never communicate. We don't have your contact. When you send you emails, you do not respond to any emails. We have to always physically send someone to your office for you to give us feedback. It's actually unfair. And from a small business owner's perspective, how are we also supposed to meet our bills? And by this time, COVID is hard. People want payments. People are things you like you need to support yourself. You need to support other people. It's actually very unfair. And that was the only time that guy responded. And he responded and he said that uh, we are currently in the process of thinking about going back to the office. And once we go back, we are going to we are going to organize on your payment. And I was actually actually I was relieved that that June he actually responded. 
but this is the thing that uh, actually they paid me thank god they paid me but at that time during the covid time i was so stressed because also i was also seeing these other hotels closing and i'm thinking like what if this covid thing is so bad that businesses and particularly hotels because i think fairmont had closed or something or i don't know is it fairmont that had closed and let go and closed all their branches i kept panicking and thinking Guy, now these people are going to close with my payment then i'll be one of those people on the news saying oh this company closed with my payment you don't even know when you're going to be paid that 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 payment gave me anxiety it actually did but thank god thank god so much that they actually paid me but also i learned my lesson because there's no way that i'm ever going to do a job with that company ever again F seven months is a long time to wait for a payment like i know if maybe if covid was not there they would have paid but as of beginning of march they didn't know about covid no one knew about covid no one even thought covid was going to come to kenya so i think mentally i'd already known that i was not going to work with this company because i personally cannot deal with this following up and especially the fact that you have someone's email and they never respond so maybe they see the email and just ignore so i actually didn't like that and mark you another thing this second invoice when we were delivering it when we were doing this job for the second invoice it had pressure like they needed them within they needed them like pretty fast so i remember also calling and asking like asking telling the marketer to ask them why is it that you needed this thing so urgently we delivered them as urgent as you wanted them but you're paying us so slowly like you have no rush like how is that even fair because we delivered them within the week that mid november so anyway that is my experience with overdue payments um and for any corporate who <laughs> worked in the corporate marketing accounts department please this is what I say. The least you can do is communicate. Tell me, hey, the reason we are not able to pay is because of this. Or sorry, we are still sorting or we are still waiting and we are still doing this. The reason I personally would not work with these two companies because there was no communication. Yet when you need the items, when you're calling out suppliers to do jobs for you, you communicate. You actually want feedback. You want samples. You want, like that person always picks their calls. But once it gets to the payment time, it's either you're directed to someone else and this someone else does not communicate. Or even if you have this person's con contact or email, they actually do not communicate with you. So how are we supposed to follow up on payments? And from a small business owner's perspective, it's very difficult because we also have things to pay for. And for us, cash flow is not as it's not the cash flow is not as we don't have like extra cash just lying around just with no use you know every penny counts everywhere and when you pay us we actually use that job that money to do another job and we use that money to pay for something else and pay for something else so for any companies listening and for any people in the procurement at least communicate i know not all payments can be done within 30 days or even 45 days but i Hey, send an email tell me listen hey it's, things are tough the checks has not have not been signed so me i would tell you maybe wait for another month you know if someone even tells you to wait for another extra month at least you're mentally prepared to wait for another 45 days or 30 days for a payment but if no one has communicated to you every month is a stress and the fact that you had like for me i had to wait seven months for a payment 
that is stressful because on one end i have people depending on me and i have things to pay and then on the other end this client is not saying anything so anyway i don't know have you guys experienced overdue payments uh do you have payments that have not been done okay now during covid i know there are many payments that have been done but let's talk about things that have happened pre-covid have you experienced any overdue payments what did you do what were your strategies? I would like to know because maybe you guys have ideas of things to do and people have not paid you. Uh, another thing I should mention is that we had to use, for us, we had to use a lawyer. For this second invoice, we had to use, I had to look for a lawyer, a family friend who's a lawyer, to write a demand letter, two demand letters actually, to send to this institution uh, to ask them to pay us. But do you think they even responded to the demand letters? They did not even bother. They did not even flinch to the demand letters. So I can say that is what I tried. I thought writing them a demand letter could mean they would pay us. But maybe they saw them and they were like, we don't have money. It's, the offices are closed, so you'll just have to wait. They actually did not respond to the demand letters. And yeah. <laughs> So I'd like to know what have you guys tried? What have you done to ensure your payments are paid? Do you have a strategy? Just tell tell us. And please follow us on Instagram. We are active. Our handle is at MBL underscore podcast. That's mango banana lemon underscore podcast. Anyway, bye and see you next week.